All right, and welcome back to the podcast. We've got part two with Zach Babcock. He is the host of the Underdog Empowerment Podcast and runs the uh, Podcast Powertrain Syndicate, which is uh, a great network and program that you can get into if you're uh, interested in starting a podcast, because uh, Zach is a podcasting expert. Um and again, like I said, this is part two, so if you haven't listened to part one, make sure to go back and listen to that because part two might not make sense. Yeah. Also, I just want to point out, and you're going to thank me for this, or punch me, you just said podcast like 27 times in that intro. <laughs> so podcast on the podcast, but and I'm adding to it, but yes, um, this is going to be a great part two, and... We're going to be talking about, and we're just going to dive right into the question that we left you hanging on, the ebbs and flows of the data. And we're back. All right. So here, the um, point you made right before we took a break was that um, if you're only doing, you know, posting about it on social media and asking your guests to share it, that you're going to see ebbs and flows in your um charts right when you look at the data you'll see the ups and downs of of the listeners and and downloads and whatnot and i i swear to you zach i'm not kidding every month like so every monday Corey and i have a staff meeting right we the first thing we do is we look at our dashboard all of our data like what's what pages are most visited on the website what does the revenue for the month look like like book sales like podcast listens all those things and every single month, at least once a month, Corey's like, well, we we're up, we're down, we're up, we're down, right? And he's like, and we're like, we have no idea why, but we just look at the data. But I also will say this, is there any data that's fucking harder to get and understand than podcast data? <laughs> well, wait, maybe book sales on Amazon. Yeah, that's next to impossible. <laughs> but, but I don't, like, what do you use for... Like really like, because there's so many platforms, right? So is there any way to truly know what your listenership is or your downloads or subscribers are across all platforms? Yeah. Um, so that's, I'm, I'm glad you asked that question. So it's getting better. And a couple of years ago, it was, it, it was even, it, it's even worse than what it is now. But uh, podcast data has just always been like, crappy like they're like they tell you downloads okay somebody download the episode did they tell you how long they listen what point they dropped off at did they skip a part like and you can easily gather that data you know what i'm saying with the the the, the tech that we have nowadays uh but it is getting better and there already are some platforms that are starting to give more data like that um so i use libsyn as my hosting service um I like it. It's uh, it's worked for me. I, the only reason why I use that is because it's the uh, first one I ever used. And it's when I did my research, when I first started out, everybody that I looked up to that had podcasts like Joe Rogan, this at the time of 2018, but like Joe Rogan, everybody that I, that I looked into, they all had Libsyn. Uh, but with Libsyn, it only shows you, you know, downloads per episode or total downloads and then it shows you like a weekly breakdown, a daily breakdown, and a monthly breakdown. And, and then it shows you what countries it came for. But it still doesn't show any of that. Like for me, like the best thing that I want to know, the, the thing that I want to know the most is how long did they listen and what part did they drop off at? And if there's a lot of people that drop off at a certain part, I'm going to go back. It lets me go back and study and see why that happened. 
Uh, maybe it's because I plug, you know, one of our courses or something at the same time in every episode and everybody's used to it. I don't know about you guys. I listen to Joe Rogan and in, I always skip through the first six minutes cause it's all ads and I'm trained that way. That's why I don't put the same ad in the same spot in my podcast. I know I do that on his, <laughs> but, uh, little stuff like that, you know, yeah. but, uh, uh, there's this other thing, uh, Spotify for podcasters.com. Uh, they give really in-depth uh, uh, stats or data and whatnot. They show you like male, female, age group, uh, uh, all this kind of stuff. And uh, and it's uh, it's pretty legit and it's getting better. We went with Anchor because at, at the time Anchor had just been purchased by Spotify. So it was like, oh, we can kind of kill two birds with one stone. Um and I made the wild assumption that they were going to connect the two together, the, but they did not. And cause I just started looking at the Spotify for podcasters thinking that I would see the same, same information and it's completely different. Um, and then the other thing that is, is so hard to track cause like you, you started talking about it there where you're like, you have to dig into the data. Like, is there a certain reason why people all skip this one section or whatever it is? But when we're looking at our spikes and, and, valleys in terms of the listeners it's well what else was going on that week or are our listeners on a two-week cycle where they'll listen to two weeks worth because generally we're about 30 minutes an episode so you know are they going to listen to all 30 minutes you know all two hours of episodes in one week skip a week and then you know do that so there's all these things or did did social media hit that week whatever there's so many things that go into it and yeah and there's just not enough time in the day to really accurately track and analyze it all i would love to but there's other things that we have to do yeah <laughs> and you're looking at so many platforms right you've got spotify stitcher google play itunes um iheart radio now amazon has podcasts facebook is going to do podcasts audible which i guess is amazon has the podcast but there's just like all of these platforms and it's like does anybody aggregate all of the data mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so the cool thing is that Libsyn or like a, a anchor or whatever you're hosting on will aggregate all the download data. Like they'll show you like how many downloads total it has, but like they won't show you like that in-depth stuff of like when people dropped off, stuff like that. Um, you know, it's crazy because like, so in on Spotify for podcast or and Libsyn, I can see how many Spotify downloads I have or how many Apple downloads I have and yada, yada. But that's it. That's all it shows me. It shows me how many downloads from that, from Spotify. You know, it doesn't show me anything else. But if I go to uh, uh, Spot Spotify for podcasters and log into the dashboard there, I can see how many downloads. I can see how many, how many people started an episode, how many people listened to at least 60 seconds, how many people... Uh, uh, subscribe to the to the thing, like all this extra stuff, but that data doesn't follow through to Libsyn, only just the total download. So I don't get that part. But uh, yeah, so if you want to see like the total download numbers, go to your podcast host. And if you want to see like more in-depth stats, go to like different platforms specifically and check out their data that they have there. And I feel like this is not a new problem for people. And I would assume that some, some tech nerd person out there would have figured out a way to monetize this because 
we we got suckered into paying for Chartable because Chartable's like, oh, track all of your your, your downloads and all of that. And I was like, that sounds great. Paid for the service, and we get nothing in terms of data from that. The and it's like, oh, great. So I just paid for a year's worth of this service, and it's worthless. Maybe yeah. that's because only Alex is listening to our podcast. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to go back to a conversation that we were having um, previously where you were talking about um, the marketing message and the mistake that's there. And I want to ask you, someone recently asked, I saw this post on Facebook and I thought it was really interesting. They asked, does anyone do core values for their podcast? And I thought, hmm, that's an interesting concept. And I just kind of wanted to get your take on it. And especially, well, I guess if, it, if your podcast is, is your business, right? If that's, if that's really the thing that you're doing, then in theory, your podcast core values could be that of your business, right? But I'm wondering, like, so our podcast is not our business. It's just a part of what we do. And I've never thought about having core values before for it, but I, it got me just really thinking about does it make sense and would there be any any value to doing that? Yeah. Um, so here's my my thoughts on it. Um, my core values are the same in everything I do. And so, yeah, I do have core values in my podcast, but like I didn't make them up specifically for the podcast, if that makes sense. It's like, it's like, all right, so you got a business, right? Um, and then you're the owner, you're the CEO, your core values, boom, for that business. If you go and start another business, become CEO, it's pretty much got to be the same thing. Like you can make them different words, but it's got to mean the same thing or else it's like, well, damn, are these really even your core value? You know what I mean? And so for me, my core values that we have in our in our company and there are the same core values that I live by in life and they're the same core values that I have for for my podcast. I'm not even a little bit surprised by that answer. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> answer. Do you um where do you see podcasting going in in the next 5 years? I think it's going to blow up big time now. Mind you my opinion's super biased because one, it changed my life. I love podcasts and I have a business about podcasting. So of course I'm always going to say good things about it. So take it with a grain of salt. But the reason why I think it's going to explode for one, there's less than a million active podcasts out there. It's not saturated at all. There's still so much room for growth. Uh, and for two, I mean, dude, just look at it. We're just now entering the golden age of podcasts I mean, Facebook just announced at the time of this recording, Facebook just announced a couple of weeks ago that they're going to put podcasts on their platform now. Like that's going to be huge when that happens, like a platform like Facebook, the biggest social media out there, and they're going to have podcasts on there. There's there's still like. I can't remember, you can find these exact numbers on Nielsen.com, but it's something like 60 or 40% of the U.S. population doesn't even know what a podcast is yet. You know what I mean? I just That's heard, crazy. it is. I just heard a stat earlier this week that 74% of all podcasts only have one episode. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> In that same uh, 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 Nielsen.com uh 
90% of people that start a podcast never make it to episode 13. They quit. And so you make it to episode 14, you're in the top 10% of all podcasters. That's yeah. wild. That was our strategy when we started our podcast was that we recorded 10 episodes before we ever released one. <laughs> so you're like, we're going to make it no matter what. <laughs> we're going to make, we're not quitters. We are not quitters. <laughs> but, That's awesome. Yeah, it, it's it's funny because so many people just assume they, they have that. Uh, we just recorded, like we, we said, we recorded with uh, Brimstone and, and he was talking, he's a professional wrestler and he was talking about how everybody expects that they're just going to, they're going to do this thing and they're just going to take off. He's like, no, it's a slow grind. Like even the, the overnight successes had a years of work prior, you know, behind them. And, and that's the thing is that people will create this podcast and then they realize that, not every single one of their friends and family members wants to listen to it. And then they, Oh, well I quit. It's like, I mean, I, my family doesn't listen to this. And <laughs> my, well, my sister-in-law just told me yesterday that she's, she's, she told us what episode she was on and it's literally like 40 episodes behind. And I was like, well, at least she's listening. Right. She's, I think she might be the only one in the family that does listen, but I, we learned really early on when we started our business that support just never comes where you think it's coming from. And so you just take it wherever you can get it and you embrace it, it and you're thankful for it. So I, my, if my, if our families don't want to listen to it, they're just missing out on really, really good entertainment and information. And they don't know what stories we're telling about them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that no, is, the right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what's the, um, what, what's the, best piece of advice that you would give for somebody who's thinking about starting a podcast? Yeah. Um, I would go, I'd go kind of follow up what we, what we're talking about is, uh, is to plan to do this for a minimum of a full year, no matter what happens before you even can make any decision about continuing or quitting. Like, Commit to doing it for at least one year and stay consistent with it, man. Like, I know that some sounds cliche, but it's so true, man. I mean, like all the stuff that, that, that I do with my own podcast or help people with, it's just a bunch of simple shit that you just do consistently. There's no like rocket science behind it. It's just, Hey, do these things and just do them consistently. And you're going to get this result. Um, you know, at Underdog Empowerment, we launched in April of 2018, and we put out new episodes every single Monday. Sometimes I release more than one episode a week, you know, and sometimes I release on different days. But every single Monday since we started this podcast, we've never missed a single Monday published date. And that's consistency for almost, you know, three and a half years now, you know, so that really does go such a long way because it your audience knows and and you gotta think about it too man like if you pick one day a week where you're gonna release no matter what and you do it for a straight year your audience know it's like a tv it's like their favorite tv show that they watch every thursday night at 7 p.m or whatever they know every single week they got this episode this show that they enjoy that's going to come out every single week like clockwork mm -hmm. and so it's really important to, to be able to model that consistency for your audience so that they can trust you and not to mention that the a lot of bigger names and, and people, businesses, that they won't even take you seriously unless you have a certain amount of episodes or have been posting for a certain amount of time. So people jump on and they're like, oh, I'm going to get Jay Leno on. It's like, no, you're not. He doesn't care who you are. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people who they'll they'll actually publicly state what their number is, right? Like Seth Godin is like, if you have 100 episodes, I'll come on your podcast, right? And so there's people that, that are very, Bradley, I think, is also 100 episodes, and, and then he'll he'll take a look at the podcast. But that consistency is so important, and it's such, I mean, just as an entrepreneur in general, consistency is really key, and it's those micro things that you do every day over time, grinding it out, just constant, 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 that really make the difference in how successful you're going to be. And like, listen, there's, we all know as entrepreneurs, there's a lot of days when you just want to quit. You're like, I, I, uh, this is harder than I care for it to be. But the reality is, I think that, you know, people like the three of us are not built to go work for corporate America. It's not really who we are. And we would, I would rather grind it out for myself till 10, 11, 12 o'clock at, you know, at night, than have to go work for somebody else and just be like, God, this is like the worst job in the world. And we, Corey and I shit on corporate America a lot on our podcast. So <laughs> that's awesome. I'm right there with you. Yeah. I, yeah, I, 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 my first job was McDonald's. I was 16 years old and I lasted half a shift. Uh, and then I quit and then I pulled a Scarface off a of half baked. I was like, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, we, Corey and I laugh because I think, you know, for, the number of jobs I've had or contracts I've worked on, I might have been fired more than any other person on the planet. Like I have been made available to the industry more than anybody else. And so I'm always like, God, what if Corey decides like, uh, -uh I don't want to be your partner anymore. <laughs> like get <laughs> out. Like, uh Oh, I'm not even a good business owner, but I know that's not true, but we need to start wrapping up. And before we do, um, I want to, we want to ask you, Zach, what can we do for you? How can we help you to promote what you're doing? How can we get the word out for you? What, what can we do to support you? Um, honestly, uh, having me on your show today was, was perfect. I appreciate the opportunity for you, for you putting me and on your platform that you both have, and you got the hundred episodes, a milestone and, uh, been pouring your blood, sweat, and tears into building this platform, uh, betting on yourselves, investing into it to grow it. So, I mean, I'm just grateful that you uh, had me on here today. Well, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Can you um, tell our listeners how they can find you? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, definitely probably the podcast is the best place to come check me out. It's Underdog Empowerment. It's on pretty much any podcast platform that you listen to podcasts on. Uh, but to make it super simple for everybody listening, you can go to underdogempowerment.com right there on the front page. You just might have to scroll down a little bit. There's a podcast section with a red button that says subscribe. Got iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Hope to see you guys over there. And uh, thanks again for having me on your show. It was, it was a blast. Well, thanks for, for joining us. We really, really appreciate your time. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. Everything you need to know about Zach is going to be in the show notes. So check there. And if you're interested in working with us, then head on over to our website and book a call because we would be happy to have a conversation with you about that. Don't forget to connect with us on our social media. We've got LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and anything that you would ever need to know about us is on our website, including all the links to all of our ways to connect with us, uh, which is sbpace.com. Do you think we should get a Pinterest page? No. Okay. You can also help us out by downloading and rating our podcast. 
We also would really like it if you left us a review. We prefer five stars, but we'll take even one if that's what you feel like we've earned. And you can reach out to us about any topics that you're interested in hearing more about. Don't forget to purchase our book, Seriously, Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. It is a number one bestseller on Amazon. We have a digital workbook download available on our website. And if you've already purchased it, please remember to like it, rate it, give us a review. We would appreciate it. I'm Julie. And I'm Corey. And this was BizQuick. And we're showing entrepreneurs how to burn the boats. <laughs>